You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium. We're here directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Wednesday, the Chiefs return to the practice field to begin preparations for Sunday's AFC Championship game in Baltimore. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, running back Isaiah Pacheco, defensive lineman Chris Jones, safety Justin Reed, setter Creed Humphrey, and kicker Harrison Butker. We'll go in that order, starting with Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes, then Isaiah Pacheco, followed by Chris Jones. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Justin Reid, Creed Humphrey, and Harrison Bucker. Here's the Chiefs head coach. Uh, Trey Smith um, is sick. Um, Mike Edwards still on the protocol. Pacheco, um, his toe, uh, but getting better. And... Joe Tooney with the pec strain. So uh, look forward to the challenge of playing the Ravens. Heck of a football team. Uh, Very well coached. I mean, John does a phenomenal job there uh, as the head football coach. And uh, he he knows the whole game. He was a great great special teams coach, great secondary coach, and and he's been a great head coach. And um, very proud of him for all that he's he's done and accomplished. And then... um, you know, Mike, uh, working with the defense, um, he, he's not only done it now in the NFL, but he did it at a Division One school in Michigan, did a great job there, and came back to the Ravens and has really put together a, a good defense with a heck of a scheme. And, you know, Todd's done the same thing offensively. They're, they're playing well. Their quarterback is a spectacular player and, um, and playing well. So as is their, you know, their, the other guys, but um, it obviously starts with him. So uh, anyways, with that, time's yours. Andy, just with the Sure. Uh, they've got a special chemistry. You know, I, I, I experienced it with um, Brett and uh, Sharp. I mean, they they were they were phenomenal together, and, um, and then I experienced it with Tio and Donovan, and they were great together. And Deshaun Jackson stepped in. And they had a chemistry there with Jeremy and. Um, and then come here, and these guys <laughs> develop develop this chemistry. Um, so it's been I've been fortunate to be around that. But it's hard to explain uh, why and how these guys connect like that, but they do, and they both have great feel for the game, and then they have a great feel for what the other one sees and is going to do in a very short time span. So. Baseline of everything else you're able to do. I mean, again, is it, is it 
else you're facing that part of the operation? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's part of it's part of the equation, obviously, a big part of it, and has been. Um, and so it allows you to do other things um, and play off of play off of that. Uh, but there's some other, you know, ingredients that have to take place too to make it make it all work. Andy, uh, curious what you thought about Shamari Connor after he had to go in the game, yeah. and also uh, Alex Reddy as well. Yeah. So I, I, listen, I thought Shamari did a nice job um, in there. Uh, that that encompasses calls and playing for a young guy to go in and be able to communicate back there is not the easiest thing, and he did it well. I think it helped that he, he's, he's been able to go in and nickel situations, dime situations. So he's, it's not the first time he was in the game, but it was for that extended period of time, and I thought he did a nice job, physical, good tackler, did well in the coverage game. Allegretti is a guy that has started for us you know, a number of games, and all the guys look at him like he's a starter. Um, so everybody's got confidence that he can come in and, and do a nice job, tough kid. Uh, not everything's the most uh, or the prettiest thing that you've seen, but he, he's going to fight you right to the end, and, um, and he's smart. So uh, it's a good combination. Andy, you've faced plenty of great defenses, but this would be the number one scoring defense in the NFL with the Ravens. Just how complete is this defense you're about to face? Yeah, they, they, um, they, they do a great job. Like I said, Mike, it, it's the scheme in which he's uh, added his touch to uh, with the group there. And so uh, they, they've got multiple fronts, multiple coverages. Um, they execute them well. A lot, of, a lot of the teams that try to do a lot uh, don't do it as well as this group does. So not only are the players listening, and uh, but they're being taught the right things. And, um, and they're able to go out and perform at a high level. Yeah, no, once I got back, I went in and uh, started then, yeah. I just yeah, I stayed there. It was slippery out there. A lot was made last week of finally going on the road in the playoffs, not having done that. Is there a benefit to that, not going back on the road? Yeah, um, I didn't think much of the – you know, going on, the, going on the road and playing would be, uh, you know, that much different uh, um, because we do it during the season and, you know, you, you've had some crowds. Green Bay was a wild crowd, loud, packed up there and other places, I mean, that we've gone. Are, are well. So I, I didn't look at it that bad. Um, and then, yeah, on, on top of that, that's a great environment up there play a game. So even though they're against you, uh, it, it's really, you know, that's, that's football right there. And, and they, they, they love their team and they're passionate, very similar to coming in here to Arrowhead. Um, 
So it's a, it's a great environment, and that's why I've, I've tried to look at that. Talking about road games, Andy, just, uh, I mean, the players really embrace, um, you know, that opposition role. Just how much did, did it give you any satisfaction seeing them at the end of the game, just kind of loving up themselves and loving, like, being the, being the quote unquote bad guys? Um, you're saying us, yeah. being the bad guys. Uh, yeah, I, l listen, I, I thought the guys stuck together. And I would say this at home and away, but again, you're on the road, and I mean that, that is part of it. It's, um, so, but the guys they stuck together through the ups and the downs of the game, which every game presents, and they kept battling and kept hope. And I, I, I mentioned after the game that I thought that that was the thing that jumped out at me the most. Not that I didn't think they would do it, but just at the level that they did it. Um, supporting each other was and nobody flinched, blinked, and just kept battling. Coach, yeah, um, well, listen, I, I thought we did okay during, during the year, uh, with opportunities there, and uh, but <clears throat> I would tell you that. Andy Heck does a heck of a job with, no pun, no pun intended, but he does a heck of a job with, the, um, you know, with designing the runs, and the the guys execute them. Obviously, Pacheco back healthy. You've got a nice rotation in there that you you can go to, and uh, the guys, uh, as well as Pacheco's doing, Clyde when he has an opportunity jumps in and does a nice job also. So. But, and then the offensive line takes a lot of pride in doing what they do. And they know it starts with them. And uh, I think they've, they've been very accurate with their blocking assignments. Coach, speaking with uh, a couple of the veteran guys, they talked about the, the younger players and how they only pretty much only know, you know, the AFC Championship game until you know, Super Bowl, like the successes of, of being here. Uh, talk about how beneficial for them to go through those months this season, those ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, uh, it grows you, right, as you'd say. So, um, and there's a lot of parity in this league. You better figure that out early. That it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy ride. Um, you got to be able to battle and battle through things. And uh, I can tell the guys, the veterans can tell the guys, but the young guys have to experience that. So. Uh, but I thought they handled it well. They kept pushing forward, kind of focused on the job at hand, and that was getting better in some cases, just be, becoming better at their game. We've got four more. We're going to work the room. Go ahead, Pat. Kind of piggybacking off that, as competitive as Pat is, um, I'm sure there were times he was frustrated with the way things were going and disappointed. We saw that boil over at times. What was your messaging to him, or what conversations did you have with him about just staying positive, believing that, eventually you guys can get where you wanted to be. Yeah. Um, listen, Pat's a perfectionist, and he's competitive. He's competitive as any of us right here. I mean, it's uh, and more so. He, he just he wants it right around him, but he's willing to teach, which is that's the unique part. So he's, he's willing to share what he sees with the guys from his, his site, and 
and help the guys get into position. And as long as they're willing to work, he's all in. And so um, that's what that's what I saw. And the frustration is more off of feeling urgency and and winning games. I mean, that's what he he's all about. And so I, I'm not sure there was a frustration other than hey, let's go. This is this is what. This, we're playing at the highest level in the world, and if you're going to be as good as we think we're going to be, then the error margin is like this big. So you've got to tighten it down. Right. Andy, um, between the Saturday Night Live stuff and, and Travis's relationship with Taylor, I, I wonder if you've seen that that has posed any particular challenge to Travis to keep out the noise this way in ways he may not have had to deal with in the past. Yeah, I, I haven't really seen it affect him anyway. You know, he, he kind of worked through some being banged up, and I think that week off there helped him. Um, and But I, I haven't seen anything with his relationship, with his off-the-field stuff, with the commercials and Saturday Night Live, all that stuff. He just... He just goes. I think that all plays into what he is. I mean, that's that's just part of it. He does all that stuff r real easy. So um, I don't think it gets him out of uh, out of his personality, and he has to change it all. Yeah. I gather from how you're saying it, 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 none of that ever posed any extra challenge for you this season. No, not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, yeah, not at all. Andy, in today's game, kind of with the interior pressure that teams try to have, how important has your center and your That's the shortest distance to the quarterback. So um, to have strength there inside is important. To be able to stay square as long as you can inside is important. That takes strength. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's important. I think it's also important that they're good communicators to the tackles. Um, those are new guys to the, to the system. So um, they've helped encourage them along the way and, and help teach them too. Yeah. Last one. You've known John Harbaugh for a long, long time. He was already at Philly for a year when you got there. What was it about him that made you want to be on your very first staff? And did you know him at all before that? Yeah, you know, I knew his dad. That's who I knew. And his dad is, is the best. And so um, he was real close to Lavelle Edwards. So I, I, I did a thing at a hospital one time with the two of them. When I was a young coach, I was kind of carrying Coach Edwards' bag, you know. So, but I got to know him, and we were like the three coaches out of the whole convention that showed up at the hospital. So, we spent a couple of days together, and um, it, I mean, it was great. I, you know, I never forgot that part. So, when I met John, I'm going, man, if you're half as good as your dad, you're on. So it didn't take very long, and uh, and he's all, he he is that, you know. He's had a great mentor, and obviously, both brothers are. Tremendous guys. Yeah. All right, thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. Patrick uh, Lamar Jackson just said in his Facebook hour ago, he said, I don't like competing against you. So I'm going to ask you the same question. How do you like or not like competing against Lamar Jackson? Yeah, no, it, it's challenging. Um, the way he's able to just be a competitor and score the, score the football, obviously, and then their entire team. I mean, it's a, it's a tall task. You got to go out there and play your best football. And if you make any mistakes, it seems like uh, the game's going to go the other way. So, uh, uh, we've been able to play in a couple games, not in a few years now. 
Um, but I've admired watching him from afar and know that uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us every time we go up against him. Is there a type of challenge facing a guy like that that's at the high level this year? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, he's going to be the MVP for a reason. I mean, he's, he goes out there, he, he leads his team, um, he, he scores, um, he, he runs, he throws, he does whatever it takes to win, and, and that's what the great greats do. And uh, uh, like I said, it'll be a great challenge for our defense, but also a great challenge for our offense going against their defense. So uh, it's going to take a, a full team effort if we want to find a way to get a win. Are there parts of his game that you particularly appreciate? Yeah, I think um, I think the biggest thing that you, you like to see in, in other quarterbacks is, is how they improve every single year. Um, and obviously, um, everybody talked about his running, but you can see how he's developed as a passer, throwing from within the pocket, arm angles, making the, the accurate throw in big situations and, and big moments. Um, and that's what the great quarterbacks do. Um, and he continues to get better and better every single year. And so uh, I knew we were going to play in a lot of games like this uh, as our career has gone on, and I'm sure this, won't, this will be the first of many. Um, yeah, I mean, you do after the season. Um, you're so motivated and focused on week in, week out, day in, day out, uh, trying to find a way to get to the Super Bowl and obviously try to win it. Um, but uh, I do have an appreciation for where I ended up, um, the players that I have around me, the coaches that I have around me, um, and the organization that, that, that I'm in and that we're lucky enough to be in this position. Um, but uh, that's stuff that you want to look at when you're done playing. Uh, so right now I'm just focused on today and how I can get better. As a, as a follow-up to that, other teams have drama, right? right? There's some drama down in Dallas with players sniping family members and all that. That doesn't seem to happen here. That, why, why do you think you guys are all on the same page where other teams may struggle with that? Is it Andy? Is it Clark? Is it you? Is it what? what why, why do we not ever see that too? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Coach Reed. I mean, um, the mindset that he comes into the building with every single day, the leadership that he has. Um, he comes in, and we're, and we're about ball. We're about... Um, having our brothers back, um, going going in there and doing whatever we can to win, but at the same time love each other and, and get the best out of each other every single day uh, on and off the field. And that's kind of the culture that I got brought into, so I can't take claim to that. That's, that's stuff that he had going uh, for a long time. Patrick, just with, um, with you and Lamar, you know, 2005 was the first NFL conference championship with two black quarterbacks last year, you and Jalen, first in the Super Bowl. Now it's going to be first AFC championship with uh, two black quarterbacks mm-hmm. With Lamar Jackson's criticism, you know, the quarterback comments, stuff like that, is that something you look at and take into account at, of, uh, of just how some people perceive other black quarterbacks versus how they perceive you? Um, I, th- I think so in a little bit, but, I mean, it's to me, it, there never was criticism because you just cut the tape on and watch him play. I mean, do one MVP like his first or second, first full year starting, um, and he was throwing the football, he was running the football, he was doing whatever it took to win. Um, and so – uh, I think we've kind of we started to break through that mold now, and the, the, the quarterbacks that came before us kind of set that standard, and we've been able to to kind of keep rising the level to to hopefully even higher standards, and hopefully the kids behind us do the same. Um, but um, I'm, I'm glad to, to see that the level that he continues to grow and get better and better. Um, but obviously, I don't want him to play great this weekend. But I I, I am glad to see that where he's gotten to. Yeah, I think it's just um, at the end of the day, we want to compete. We want to go out there and win. We don't care how it's done. We don't care if we have a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. We just want to win. And um, you can see that when you hear him talk. Um, it's it's about everyone's success, not just his. Um, and I, I respect that. Um, and it's kind of, like I said, he was here before I got here. So I, I can see that from day one I stepped in the building. Um, and so um, 
when you have a bunch of guys that, that really want to win no matter what it takes um, and no matter who gets the shine, that's when you get the great football teams. I have one other thing related to Travis. Uh, Andy also spoke about this, that all the stuff that he's had, the SNL stuff and Taylor, almost plays into his personality. But I wonder what it's been like to be around that this year and sort of for you, but also what you think it's been like for him to have that heightened attention that way. Um, I mean, Travis has always been Travis. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, uh, I, I've, it's been cool to watch for me um, because, I mean, obviously he has all that attention, but he's just been himself the whole time. He's still Travis Kelsey. He still will walk walk through the stadium and, and treat every single person like they're his best friend, um, and he's going to be like that in the locker room every single day. Um, and so uh, I, it hasn't been any different to me. I, I've I've come to the building, come to work every single day, and uh, lucky enough that I have a lot of great players around me, and Travis is one of them. So we'll go back a couple months. I'm sorry, but what, I don't think we ever spoke with you about what it was like seeing him on Saturday Night Live. No, I was. Uh, it, it was. It was really cool. Uh, I was. I was. I was sad. I didn't get to make it. I was one of my best friends growing up. Bachelor party was that weekend, and so I was a groomsman in the wedding. So it'd been tough to tell him I couldn't go. But um, I, being able to watch that, I know it was a dream of his. Um, he's. He knows all the skits from guys that that have been Saturday Night Live growing up, and he was always telling me ones from like before I was even born. I'm like, Trav, I don't. I'm not the same age as you, dude. I don't know what that is. Um, so. Uh, He's uh, he's definitely it was something that he, a goal of his to just be on the show, but to be able to host it, um, and, he, and he crushed it, man. I mean, that's something that uh, hopefully longer down the line, if I can, we'll keep hanging him on, that he, he'll be able to do more of that type of stuff after he's done playing football. So Pep's got to go tomorrow too, guys. We'll just do the final three seconds. I asked Andy about how you warded off frustration, what he did to help you work through it. He mentioned you being willing to teach and willing to work with the guys. Where, where does that come from, and why do you approach it that? Yeah, I mean, I think it just comes from the guys before me. I mean, Alex Smith is the prime example. I mean, he was playing great football at top level, and he was teaching me at the same time. Um, and it's it's about just trying to make everybody better. Um, everybody, we want to win every single week. That's just how it is in the NFL. Um, but you, you, you're not going to. Um, so all you can do is get better each and every week, win or loss. Um, and the guys did that, and that's why we're, we're sitting in this football game now, and we're going to try to do our best to try to win this game and get better uh, for the Super Bowl after this. Yeah, I've I've learned it just from from doing it, um, having those experiences. Um, but um, I think you just you, your ultimate goal is to get to the Super Bowl. Um, but it takes a day by day process, step by step. And I've just learned to you you celebrate, you have those emotions, and then you come in that Monday and you just you wipe it all clean and you go back to game planning again. And um, you really want to celebrate. Is you hope you hope to have that parade, and that's when you can really celebrate. And I try to keep that in, in the back of guys' minds is. Yeah, it was awesome. We won the game. We'll celebrate. We land off the plane. Now we're moving on to the next week. Patrick, most of your life, uh, one franchise above all that dominated the NFL was the Patriots. And, um, I think you referred to it a couple times, having Patriot fatigue. You're, just, you're always there, right? Mm -hmm. You've started on the, the path of the replacement team. I, I wonder if you relish that and how you, how you feel about that. What's out there? Yeah, I mean, it's still we still got a long ways to go. I mean, they did it for for 20 years, um, and so um, all we can do is take it year in, year out, day, week in, week out, and day every single day. I mean, it's uh, it's something that uh, it's a, that's the long goal is to win that many championships and and bring those titles to this organization. Um, but all we can do is focus on the Ravens this week, and that's what we're trying to do.
hide the grass, and there's been a lot of... <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what the said that. Which one have you seen that you say, hey, yeah, you know, I, I think you're right on with that running style of mine? Um, I'll say... I'll say the funniest one that I thought was... They said I run like I bite people. Like, I ain't no zombie. Like, that was crazy. Like, so that was one of the funniest ones. You said I run like I bite the ground, bite the grass. Hey, that's crazy. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, a, a great opinion, I guess, to have uh, on the way I run. Uh, for me, it's just um, being determined and understanding um, that I have a goal to achieve and, and we want to get the job done. Are you angry when you're out there running? Uh, absolutely. Um, just... Through everything, you know, that's been in front of you, uh, understanding the week has been a long process of the week and, you know, just being prepared, understanding the scheme and willing to do whatever you got to do to get the job done is leaving it all out there in the field with no regrets. Isaiah, it sounds like they're backing off you today. How are you feeling health-wise? Yeah, absolutely. Working uh, with the training uh, room, uh, just doing a great job in there. Just, just blessed to be a part of it and just continue to get better every day. Yes, uh, just knowing that situation is extremely important. Um, you only get those situations in, in practice. Uh, and when you rep it and rep it and rep it, when it comes in the game and it happens, uh, it's like secondhand uh, nature. And for us, uh, just being understanding the scheme and understanding we done did that in practice before, that's the mindset of me uh, getting the first down and, and having the O-line uh, finish on that, on that play. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is a big enjoyment. Uh, you win the game right there. It's all said and done. Uh, you don't have to send the defense back out there uh, to, to get a punt or just to have them back out there. Uh, it eliminates that uh, part of the game, and it's, it's, a, it's a big one for us. Uh, you, talk, Bob, you talk about the end of the game. Uh, asked you about, I think you were mic'd up, and they showed a clip where you were telling Trav, all right, big bro, I got you. How much do you, or I think it's Patrick, how much do you look to those guys uh, in game or just in I look to them in every game. Uh, they've been in the situation. They've been here. They've done that. Uh, they know this game. And for me, um, I've been here one year, uh, and I've been a part of it. Uh, it's been a long one year. So for me, understanding uh, that I've been in those shoes, been there, uh, just getting that uh, second opinion from those guys, hearing them, uh, is going to keep me going uh, even more. I'll say the intensity changed. Uh, it's the grit. You could see the guys, uh, the the eyes in the, in the huddle, and the way they bite bite their mouthpieces down from the start of practice. When it's group install, uh, it's not just group install. It's the beginning of practice, beginning of the game. Uh, that's the mindset we have to have because when it's set and it's all said and done, when the ball snaps, it's over. Now we appreciate them throwing snowballs. Uh, that was fun. We uh, I got some dodging skills off of that. Uh, it's cool though. Uh, you know, it comes with the game when you love competing uh, in that environment. Uh, you gotta love that. And going there with one goal and coming out with the goal that you went there with, uh, it feels amazing. Have you made strides as a pass protector in pass protection in the last couple of years? And what are the areas you think you've gotten better? 
Absolutely. Um, understanding the scheme, uh, being in that classroom, taking notes uh, daily, uh, day by day, and being the guy that's going to be the last defense. How much has Jarek helped you with that? Because he's always kind of been a legendary guy. Yes, he's been in, in the room uh, still to this day. And you guys might not see him out as much on the field, but he's still in the building, uh, still coming in, uh, showing support, and he's with us through it all. Like I said, it's the longest season last year of my career. So understanding now it's the second year. Uh, there was no off season for me last year. I had surgery, um, so it's, it's been an ongoing work on going work. Uh, so for me to understand that, uh, got the routine down pack and just keep continue to listen to the leaders, take care of my body, and understand the, the goal we have. Say again. Absolutely, yeah. just staying longer in the building, being one of the last guys to lead the building. Isaiah, you can't quite see the shirt. Is that you on the shirt? Oh, uh, yes. Can you sell this? One of my friends made it. Uh, you know, it's 10. We're going to rep it. Mike, you, uh, you guys went to, you talked about going to Buffalo, uh, hospital environment, going to another spot uh, in Baltimore. How much do you guys embrace that building? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's important to us, man. It means so much when you when you have to go in, in another uh, hostile environment with just a 53-man roster, uh, understanding is y'all against the city. And when you come out successful, uh, it means a lot and it shows how hard we've been working. Last one, Sam. Patrick mentioned just about turning attention on Monday. Can you relay that message to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. That message relayed from the end of that game on – Last week, which was what Sunday, Pat already said that week's over. Now, Coach Reese has said it as well. Celebrate, but not too hard. It's time to get to work. Absolutely not. No, I'm just playing with you. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I think it's more so of collective effort. You know. Um, Offense over the, over the years I've been here, which is eight years, has been remarkable. Have saved us a lot of games. Have won us won us a lot of games. And it's defense as well. Um, sometimes defense gets overlooked because of how outstanding our offense has been over the years. But if you take it down in the playoff of the last four to five years, I think defense has played a significant part in it. So as well as Patrick has been, you got to give kudos to the defense and Spags. Let's go to Surin. How challenging is Lamar Jackson? You faced him before. What do you have to be mindful of the tracks? <laughs> <laughs> He's an MVP caliber quarterback. Um, you know, he has a good chance of winning MVP this year. That just shows you um, uh, how dynamic as a player he is. And um, that defense is one of the best defense in the league. I think overall as a team, they're one of the best teams in the league. Um, they've showed that throughout the throughout the year on um, how competitive they are as the better against the better teams in the league. You know, look at a team like San Fran. Look at a team what they did to Miami, and they've been uh, showing that type of dominance throughout this year. So it's going to be tough. It's a challenge, but I'm excited for it. Chris, how much have you really kind of relished in the? Where are you now from maybe a couple of years ago in terms of using that 
I think it's a weekend weekend thing. Um, you know, every game has this um, has this challenges, his mental challenges um, that you have to face, and also the physical aspect. You got the finesse teams, you got the downhill running teams, and then you got the Baltimore Ravens, who can do a little bit of both. Um, they can run the ball, they can pass the ball. They got weapons on the outside, but they also got a dominant offensive line who can just run the ball. So um, I think it's a great challenge ahead of us. Um, I think we um, watch a little more film and see what we can do. Um, I think it's um, just goes you to show the dedication um, with the guys in this in this organization, from top to bottom. Um, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the players, I don't think individuals can get you um, this far in this league. It takes a team collective effort, and I think that it's a lot of dedication, a lot of um, a lot of support, and a lot of unselfishness amongst that. And a lot of commitment from guys, um, from the practice squad guys, from your from your role players to your your leaders. And um, with that, a little luck, a little luck. And uh, Chris, it seems like you had some good interaction with the fans in Buffalo. How much did you enjoy the opportunity to, to go on the road with that team? Oh, it was amazing. Um, Barbell Tavern in Buffalo were amazing, treating me like family. I got the honey butter. Cajun barbecue wings. The fans were outstanding. They opened their arms to me, treated me with gratitude, and I love them. Um, yeah, y'all have a beautiful day. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll tell you what, it's a hell of a lot more fun to play with them than it is to play against them. That's first and foremost. Um, when I was with Houston, we played against Travis. It's just a tough matchup because those guys are both so cerebral and smart, played a lot of football, and their chemistry is at a level that they're able to create their own routes, so it's almost impossible to defend. You know, you're planning on what you see on tape, and then you get to the game, you see the same formation. He does something different based off of what he sees, and they're on the same page that they're able to get the ball to each other. Uh, so truly a dynamic and special relationship that those two have both on the field and off the field and like I said it's a lot more fun to be on this side of it than uh, be the guy defending it. Speaking of tough matchups, you guys just faced a running quarterback who presents a big challenge. I know you got him in the ribs on one of them but how different is Lamar and, and, and how do you have to adjust? Yeah all of them. Your discipline? 
all of them are unique. I mean, Lamar's athleticism is second to none. Um, his strength, his power, um, the way that he's able to run the ball, his speed to get around the edge and get north and south. Um, all of the, those things are a big challenge for us that so we're going to have to have our P's and Q's knocked out on. Um, try and contain him in the pocket as much as we can to make sure that we get him on the ground those times that he does run. Um, he can still make all the throws like everybody else. I mean, you get to this level in football, all the games are at the highest level that you can possibly be. You got superstar quarterbacks, you got superstar tight ends, you got skill talent across the board, offensive lines are all physical and aggressive, defenses are good. Um, but this is exactly what we want as competitors. So that's a well-coached football team over there. Um, and we're going to need to go match that and dominate in the hostile environment. Justin, you, you played against Lamar in Baltimore with Houston before you haven't played with the Chiefs. What were your memories of those teams uh, early on in your career? Yeah. Um, one is just the physical nature of the way that they play. They kind of were trying to wear down defenses. They run the ball, and a lot of teams um, are able to match that in the first half. And then they come out in the second half, and then, you know, they start to beat down on them, and that's when they really start having success and start running the ball down people's throats. Um, so the biggest thing is, is to have that intensity and run discipline the entire game, not just when everybody's juiced up in the first half, but to come out at halftime and have that same level of intensity and want to will to tackle, will to take on blocks, will to be physical um, the second half through however long it takes to finish the game. So and I think that would be a major key for us is to maintain that um, discipline and physicality the entire length of the game. Justin, what's been the success? We got two more. Justin, what's been the success for you guys in the second half? The last seven games, you want to limit teams to seven points max. What has it been about the adjustments you guys have made? Yeah, the, that's the Spagnola effect. You know, he's able, we make adjustments at halftime. Um, we have the players that's able to take in those adjustments. And some of the things that we put in, we don't even practice throughout the week, but it's just based on what we've seen and what we've been getting throughout the day. And we put it in and we go out and execute, and good things tend to happen. Um, we believe in him wholeheartedly. He believes in us, and we believe in each other. Uh, nobody goes out and tries to play hero ball. We just play the defense, play our responsibility um, with intensity and uh, a little bit of violence, and you know, good things happen. Yeah, but another guy, another guy who's savvy, been in the league a while, runs really good routes, great hands, um, big red zone target, and that'll be major for him to get him back. I think they'll be able to run a lot more 12 personnel with him and Isaiah Likely, who's really been able to shine in Mark Andrews' absence. Um, so I think that'll be dynamic for him to get both of them back, and we're going to have a game plan for both of them. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's it. Uh, just his physicality plays with the intensity he plays with. Uh, you know, that's that's the kind of stuff you need during playoff football. So he does a really good job with it. Do you have a sense of how the room feels about Nick Allegretti? Yeah, Allegretti's a great player. You know, he's been around for a long time. A uh, ton of great experience. He's played in huge games before. And uh, you know, whoever's up uh, this week is going to do a great job. You've had some troubles on some of the snaps, some low snaps. What, what do you do? To yeah, you know, just uh, like you said, uh, get extra snaps in during the week, things like that, and uh, just kind of move on to the next play and make sure you're doing it right the next play. Have you seen Joe in rehab before? You know, because he seems he's very durable. He's kind of an Ironman-like guy. I mean, what, what do you say about his type of rehab to make him sure that he could be ready for Sunday? Yeah, you know, he's just a tough guy. You know, he does all the things the right way. So, uh, you know, that's just kind of how Joe is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they're a, they're a great defensive front. They have a great defense, really physical, really aggressive. And, uh, you know, it'll be a tough challenge for us. But uh, we're excited about it, uh, and we're ready to get rolling. Is Matt BK as good a nose tackle as you've seen on film this year? Yeah, he's really talented, uh, really athletic, really strong, uh, great with his hands. So uh, he's, he's a really good player. Yeah, it was tough. It, I guess the wind wasn't super intense. I think the game against the Dolphins, the wind was higher, but the Bills Stadium is definitely lower. So that wind was coming like from the, the west, I think. And because their stadium's so low, we were experiencing all, all of that wind. Whereas if you have a stadium like Arrowhead or a bigger stadium, the wind's coming from way up high and then it's dipping down. And it's kind of swirling more. So I haven't played uh, a game where there was wind like that hard one direction in a while, but I think it was kind of because of the configuration of the stadium. But, you know, it was tough going that direction. I think Tony Romo mentioned that I missed, you know, from like 51 or 52 short in warm-up. Like we were both struggling, Tyler Bass and, and myself. Uh, but our range going that direction was a 48-yarder, so 47. It was, it was just enough, and you can see on the network broadcast, I'm checking to see if it went over the crossbar. But it did. Yeah, Harrison, uh, that first field goal going that way, you're usually the first guy to know whether the, it's going through, but it looked like you didn't know until the uh, referee raised his arm. Is that the case? Uh, no, definitely, because I was concerned about the distance, and it was kind of tailing a little left. And I guess my main concern was, is it going to make it that far? And then also, because the ball's dying uh, with its velocity, you know, so early in the kick, is it going to just completely cut left and, and go left? And, uh, yeah, thankfully it didn't, but I wanted to make sure the, the referees put, put both arms up. How much have you admired Justin Tucker over the course of your career? And you guys have been kind of right there, back and forth, back right, right. best kicker in the league. But how much have you admired him this year? Yeah, so, you know, I think Tucker's on year 12. I'm on year 7, so he's got – Fact check me. He's got more years um, than I do, but I remember when I was in um, college, at least, you know, just on YouTube, and I guess probably even senior year of high school, going on YouTube and seeing his, um, you know, he posted one workout where he's in his Texas, you know, clothes out in their stadium, and he's just, you know, hitting 10 kicks in a row, moving the tripod around, and just watching his form, and then seeing. You know, when he replaced Billy Cundiff for the Ravens and how he came in as a rookie free agent guy and really made, you know, a big difference for, for their team. And I don't know what the career field goal percentage was when he came in the league, probably, I don't know, around 86 or so. And then, boom, he's at 90 plus and he's stayed there for such a long career, no injuries. He makes it look effortless and I think he's really kind of changed the, the kicking game and, um, yeah, pushed it forward, which is great. So now all of us young kickers, we have you know someone we can look look to and say, you know, it is possible to make these sixty-five yard field goals and you know make these big uh, game-winning kicks. But it is cool to see a, a kicker that's kind of an artist and he, he dances after and um, he just does a lot of stuff that's very different than than most other kickers. But yeah, he's done an amazing job in his career. Yeah. 
you know, every time I feel like we play the Ravens, you know, people will talk about Tucker, and I think the, the best thing for me to do is just focus on, um, you know, my warm-up and doing the best I can uh, to prepare myself for the game, and then when the game comes, you know, just focus again on me and making whatever opportunities uh, come my way, but almost as a, as a fan of of Tucker and of kicking, I'm going to want to watch him, but I've learned, all right, I can't do that. I just got to focus on on what I'm doing, and then after the game, be able to talk with him, pick his brain. Being a fan of kicking, like, did you reach out to Tyler Bass and, and express any support? No, I actually didn't uh, reach out to him at all. It was unfortunate. I'm just trying to give him some uh, some time away probably from to clear his head from, from kicking and kind of enjoy the offseason a little bit. Uh, but I'll probably text him later on uh, this offseason. He's a guy that went to Georgia Southern, so I've kicked with him in the offseasons, him and Young Way Koo, and he's a great kicker, um, and I really think he does a great job. Uh, but just giving him a little space right now, and it's tough because as a kicker, you know, you're going to have games like that where you miss a kick, and, you know, ideally it's not in a big game, but you can prepare and do everything you can, but sometimes, you know, the cards just don't fall in your favor, and that's why it's so important to remain humble because it can happen to any of us, you know. Harrison, this season, I mean, you've been so consistent, such a long haul, and I wonder if there's, talking about the middle game, is there anything particular this season that has enhanced your focus or made you stronger, made you better than ever? What what would that be? I think it's a, a lot of different things that have helped. I think physically I'm feeling really really good. I'm prioritizing sleep. Family life is uh, going really well with my wife and children. I think there's a lot of balance when I come into the facilities. And when I'm here, I'm able to attack it and do my best. Um, and I feel like that's just that's just helped me be consistent, I'd say. I think on game day, I've done a really good job of staying locked in and focused on what I can control and not worrying about anything else. But also, I say this a lot, I can I can do everything to prepare for the game throughout the week, throughout the off season. But when I go out there, it really does feel like, you know, God can make that ball go in or he can make it not go in. So the difference between having a season where you're 94% and maybe, or 84% is just a couple of misses and it could be just some freak things that cause the ball to go in or don't go in. And I'm just, I'm very thankful to, uh, to have made all of those kicks. And um, again, I don't think it's all me. There's definitely uh, something else that's, that's helping. Attention to the weather reports. Do you worry because they, they change day to day? For instance, they're saying it may rain or it may not. Do you follow that stuff at all? Definitely. I think as a kicker, your competition is kind of the, the surface you're playing on and the weather. Um, so things I look at are, is it going to be sunny? And then if it's going to be sunny, what's the stadium configuration? Because you need to know where the shadows are going to be. That's something that's always affected me, especially if the holder um, – maybe his shadow is causing where the ball is going to go to be really dark. So, you know, when the ball gets put down, I'm not going to be able to see it. Or the holder could put the ball down and you can see the ball and then your shadow goes over the spot and then the ball turns dark right before you make contact. Obviously, if it's raining, you need to make sure you have good cleats that you can wear. Um, and then wind as well. You need to know, okay, if this is going to be a day where there's going to be a lot of right to left, I need to make sure I'm working with my holder on for me at least, for leaning the ball away from me towards him. If it's left to right, obviously it needs to be straight up and down. You gotta work on starting it left. But you just try to make sure you're prepared. So you've almost you've won the game before you even begin. And there's no surprises when you get to the stadium. You know, okay, the wind's gonna do this, shadows, uh, you know, rain or shine, you're kinda ready. And I think that helps keep you calm no matter what the situation is. Thanks everybody.
All right. Thank you. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.